What is going on, everybody? Hello, good evening, and welcome back to the Xbox Live Party Podcast. I'm your host, Redders TV, and joining me tonight we have I'm a Ghostbuster. We have Sentinel Gaming. I can't remember what you're called now. Is it Sergeant Sentinel Gaming? Yeah, he had to change it. Yeah. And uh, we also have Luke Steele on the way. He's currently experiencing technical difficulties. Oh, he's back now. Let's see if he's working. He's nope. not. Hey. <laughs> his, his mic is really on. He just lost his voice. Keep it on the down low. <laughs> so for tonight, Luke's going to be responding with paper and pen um, to our questions. Uh, so, yeah. How are you guys? What have you been playing? Ash, you take it away. I have, well, today I've been playing Spongebob, which I'm playing right now. Um, quite good. Like, like I just said to you guys prior to going live, it it's more of the same. Basically, they did the remaster and they've now done a brand new game. Still kind of plays like a remastered game, but bigger levels, slight new additions. You get like costumes for each of the areas and stuff to enter them. But I just, it doesn't, it's not as fun as the last one. And I don't know why yet. I am only in the first world. I think there's one, two, three, four, five, six, there's seven worlds and like a hub world so that I can see so far. And I'm only like right near the end of the first world as such on my first sort of playthrough. Um, that's the sort of main game I've been playing today. And other than that, this last week, I haven't played a huge amount of anything really i've played a few um review games probably the best one was rhythm sprout that's came out yesterday i believe or the day before mm. which is a rhythm based sort of action game where you play as um, a sprout um no not a sprout you play as a onion who's called sprout which is confusing as it is and basically it, you have to push buttons and it's like guitar hero or something like that but like a, a, an action story game, but it's got silly humour in, very sort of felt very British humour as well at times. So I quite enjoyed that. Um, yeah. and I, I jumped into DCU online very quickly on the last day of last month to get the uh, max level raise that they were giving away for free, just to get one of the achievements as well. But I've kept it installed. I'm hoping I'll play it a little bit more um, soon. And yeah, to Timber, a battle for Bikini Bottom reskin. Not so much. It looks so much better. Like you can tell they've built it from the ground up. It's not a remaster, a remake. But it, it, it's just more of the same, which isn't a bad thing. But there's just something off about it where it's just not something just doesn't feel as enjoyable just yet so far in the first zone compared to the, how much fun I had in the last game. I'm still enjoying it. It's just I had a really good time with Battle for Bikini Bottom, so. Better news. Nice, Sentinel. What have you been playing? Um, I did jump into Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, I never played it before, so I started playing it. Um, I have been focusing a lot though recently on playing The Long Dark. Um, it's it's a game oh, by Hinterland Studios. It's a smaller yeah. indie game. Um. You know, and it's pretty much you surviving out in the Canadian wilderness against bears and wolves and I shit. Suck at so it. I can never make it out of the first two nights. Yeah, um, you just—I mean, it's all about resource management, and if you don't have a gun, it's extremely difficult to survive the wolves. If you don't yeah. have the rifle, surviving the bear is just not going to happen. I, I on my last save, I got killed because I got mauled by the bear 
three times within 15 seconds, so I had no time to heal myself. I had, you know, and it's, it sucks because I got off three shots with the revolver. I hit the bear twice in the face, once in the neck. He still charged me, still, you know, mauled the shit out of me. And when, when my guy came to, um, the revolver was like 10 feet away, and of course he's staggering like he's been drinking Jim Bean all night. So uh, I couldn't get to the revolver, and I got mauled two more times, and that was it for me. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of bullshit, but you know how it is in the long dark. Oh, mate, I, yeah, I suck at it. I tried playing it a while back, and I kept freezing to death at night time. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, it's yeah. definitely easy, especially, you know, and it's like the blizzard will come out of nowhere. And, and it doesn't tell you anything either, which sucks. Yeah, yeah, you kind of like, got to figure shit out on your own. Um, I got it when it was way back in early release when they first, um, when they first, you know, when they first had it on the Xbox store and it was part of the, uh, you know, where it's like an alpha. And yeah. so I, I bought it back then and they've updated it so much since then. But you were exactly right. They don't hold your hand. You got to figure out a lot of shit on your own. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's a good experience, like though. Has. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of guidance is nice, though, just so you don't get, you know, yeah. I did on the first night. <laughs> yep, definitely. So, what have I been playing? Um, finished Gotham Knights. Still fucking hate it. I need to go back and do all the achievements. I'll get around to it. It's not on my to-do list. Um, what else have Oh, Age of Empires, Definitive Edition on Xbox. My God, they've done such an incredible job with that game. Um, if you haven't played it yet, I can't recommend it enough. Um, I was always worried about them bringing it to console because I didn't know how well it would work on controller because that's like the biggest issue with real-time strategies in it. But yeah. they've, um, they've made it so easy, like so easy. And like they, you've got automated um, villager so like assignments now so you don't have to like keep finding idle villagers to put them to work. Like they'll just do it automatically. You set a preset, say for like... Um, so your main focus is on building an army. They'll only fo they'll focus on farming food and wood and gold, and they'll do that as a preset. So it like basically takes all the villages you've got and then sends them off in like almost like a pie chart priority order, which is really cool. That's cool. Uh, absolute game changer for the game. Seriously, I really hope they bring Age of Empires four to console because I thought Age of Empires four was great on PC. And yeah. There's no reason why the Series X couldn't play it. I've been hearing a lot of good things about that too. You know, a lot of people were really excited about it coming to Xbox. Really good game. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited for two than four because two is, bar mythology, two is, the, in my opinion, the best one. Yeah, two is um, two is fantastic, and yeah, uh, I didn't like three because I felt they were, they tried to be too different. You know, the deck building and stuff. I hated that. And then four came along, and it was like two, but without the bullshit of three, it was great. Um, just with better graphics and um, you know what I mean like, it, it was really good so I hope they bring 4 to console but I hope that developers look at you know how Age of Empires 2 has adapted controller you know sort of controllers yeah. for real time well, they've already announced 4 is coming later this year they're just they're not oh, releasing it at the same time yeah they're just Excellent. not releasing it at the same time basically so 4 is coming I don't know the exact date it'll, be, it'll probably be second half of the year I'll tell you what, I really wish EA would um, bring Command and Conquer back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And put that on console, because I think there is still love for real-time strategies. Didn't they remaster yeah. Command and Conquer 2 a couple of years ago on PC, but nothing, they didn't bring it to console or anything? I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, it's definitely a franchise that should come back, because Command and Conquer is great. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty much 
what I've been playing. Um, oh yeah, I played a bit of Hi-Fi Rush. Don't still say that. Um, it's I'll a busy month love, this month. I'll tell you what I love about Hi-Fi Rush is you can tell it's a pass, like a passion project. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you get these games that come out and you can tell that there's no real love for it. It's just being made because investors have said, look, make this game. Yeah. You get a game, you get a game like Hi-Fi Rush and you can tell that it's a passion project. Like everything is so beautifully designed and executed and you can tell that a lot of thought went into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, and I really get that. With and Hi-Fi they Rush. took a big chance, you know, because um, everybody, assu- everybody says, hey, you know what? The Evil Within 1 and 2 that's their jam, you know? Yeah, so yeah. for them to take such a, uh, you know, they, they took such a risk with this game, having such a departure from what they were known for, and everyone loves it, you know? So yeah. it's it's yeah, great yeah. to see that, you know? It's, probably it's why great to see the, the um, feedback being good in general online for it, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And everybody seems to have the same like, opinion, of, like, bar the, you know, the PS trolls. Uh, Even well, then, yeah. though, a lot of them say it looks nice. It's only a handful that are being... Yeah. But the Metacritic speaks for itself. It's just become a um, must-play in it on Metacritic, um, which I think you only get once you hit, what, 90? 90 Metacritic? So, oh, yeah. No it, uh... I did find out that Metacritic waits their reviews. Do you know what telling me the other day, which is shocking? Which like, why mean? does one... In my opinion, why does um, one place wait more than others like why why does say vgc's review clown was two for the score that doesn't make sense oh, to right. me. yeah 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 it should be if they've if they're give if they're if you score it this then that's the score for it do you know what i mean the, the fact that certain publications get um sort of preferential and their score can wait the final score baffles me that, yeah, that that yeah. If 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 someone gives it an eighty, yeah, it's an eighty. But why does that count as two eighty? So if there's like um, an odd number, it'll score it lower or higher. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, got it. You know what though? I, I think this. I think Hi-Fi Rush getting review bombed by uh, PS fanboys is it's kind of giving us a taste of what's to come. You know, Starfield could be game of the yeah. year this year, and they're still going to be giving it zeros or. 10s or 20s just because they're angry you know and it's like don't be like that it's to be fair though like this a, is actually people... the the, oh, the proper reviews that are weighted the the, the user reviews on metacritic are by far the most pointless things um known to man they, they're just horrible yeah they're, they're just not well done at all are they the um i was looking on there last review. week and a lot of the a lot of the negative reviews are actually positive reviews that people have like scored incorrectly, which is daft. Like, if you don't know how to use it, don't use it. Yeah, like, yeah, right. There's like zero out of like zero. Game is beautiful and plays really well. Like fucking, what are you doing? Like you not see the <laughs> Jesus? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it. But yeah, it's a phenomenal little game, and um, I wonder if the reason why. It went to Game Pass was because they wanted the security, like knowing that it's so far away from what they've put out already. It would go to Game Pass anyway because it's an Xbox game. How was it? Hi-Fi Rush? Yeah, it's Hmm. first party. Oh, I thought it was coming to PlayStation eventually. No, no, no. It was never the... One of the developers came out and said it was never coming to uh, uh, PlayStation. It had never been in the... Oh, wow, really? Ones. So, That's crazy. 
it started development four years ago, didn't it? Yeah, uh, three or well four years before, ago. Well before Xbox bought them. So you would have thought they would have had like some sort of PS variant going around. Well, you know, and we had talked previously about, you know, Xbox and Microsoft really needing something, a good piece of advertising. And having yeah. this shadow drop on Hi-Fi Rush, or uh, having having Hi-Fi Rush shadow drop on Game Pass, out of nowhere, and no one knew about it beforehand. That's great advertising, you know, by itself. Yeah. And if they can yeah, shadow also, drop, um, you know what I mean. Clears up some negative uh, stigma that could have been brought from the showcase. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. sort of negates that in a sense. Yeah. BMG uh, hits the nail on the head when he says Metro review of Hi-Fi Rush was hilarious. It was. They wouldn't score it high because there's been uh, like a period where Xbox yeah. didn't put out any games. This, this and that game was, is great. Yeah. And you should score yeah. it higher, but yeah. Xbox haven't put many games out, so we can't give it a high score. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, to be fair, though, Metro is like the worst of the worst. <laughs> you like a Kotaku article, didn't it? It's yeah. yeah, exactly. Anyway, before we get into some topics for tonight, let's say hello to everybody that's in chat. We've got a friendly pest who's just come up. Uh, cheers for joining us, buddy. We've got uh, BMG, we've got Thimber, we've got the Ghost of Jinnah, we've got Muppet, we've got Timmy. Uh, who else have we got? We've got Sentinel, but he's on the panel. But yeah, cheers for coming and hanging out with us, guys. Appreciate you being here every single week. Um, so yeah, let's get into some topics. Might as well kick things off with the uh, you know the main topic of the show, which is Starfield is in a fully playable state from a playable state from start to finish, despite not having a release date. Now, a lot of people want to draw like a negative to this. I'm not really sure why, um, but yeah, apparently Starfield is playable from start to finish. I would imagine the time now between like when it releases is purely for polish, which is. Um, which is great. I mean, that game needs to be polished because from what we saw at E3, Jesus. Uh, what do you guys? What do you guys think about the state of Starfield? Um, I mean, I think you know what it makes sense from a Bethesda standpoint because um, you know, I, I don't want them to. I I have a feeling it's playable, but it's like fifteen to twenty frames per second. You know, <laughs> that that's just that's 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 Bethesda's reputation, so that's what Absolutely. I expect. You know, so what I'm what I think is they're trying for optimization. They're trying to get it where it's yeah. 30 frames per second locked, and they're like it's playable now, but the frame rate bottoms out. So we need to make sure it's 30 locked. I think that's what yeah. they're doing. I want I want to believe that it's going to be 60 FPS, but I just can't see it. Not after it's what never going to be 60 FPS. That thing is going to be 30. Do you know what? It will be 60 FPS like a month after launch when modders play with it. But it's not yeah. going to be 60 FPS from Bethesda. No. And then Bethesda are good and they make good games, but my God, yeah. like, remember when they couldn't put ladders in games? So someone had to, <laughs> a modder had to put the ladders in. Like, give that man a medal. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I, I joked with my, uh, I joked with my son because he's always complaining because Bethesda games are buggy. I said, you know, it takes a modder that's working at like a, he's working at a convenience store. You know, and it takes him thirty minutes to do what all of Bethesda couldn't do in three months. You know. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I think, I, do you know what? I honestly think they just go, why bother? Because someone's going to mod it in and we'll just nick it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's in our terms. I would. <laughs> I think we're Bethesda, though. Like, they've put out some of the most buggy games on launch out of any any developer. Like, Fallout yeah. 4, horrendous. Fallout New Vegas, horrendous. And these, these games take months to patch to a point where they're working properly. But they always end up as game of the year contenders. 
Yeah. So, who knows? In my opinion, as long as the bugs are comical and they don't ruin the game, yeah. then it's not that bad. And I honestly think, like, if they patch them out as well, it shouldn't be held against them. But it should yeah. in some aspect, but in the grand scheme of things, as long as they're not broken beyond repair, <clears> then <throat> it's just a game, isn't it? It's for fun. Yeah. So. I honestly believe the biggest issue with Starfield is going to be the creation engine because that engine has fucking issues all the time and they're still using it. Only now they're using like an updated version of it. I just I just don't think it's going to be 60 FPS as much as I really want it to be. I think it's going to be 30, possibly sub 30 in some scenes. Yeah, I think I think the only way they're going to get it 60 FPS is if they hand over all development to id Software. I think that's it. You know what? It's like then, then it would be running 120 frames per second at 4K with ray tracing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, because you know how it's software is. I mean, I tell you, it's software, man, but it had possibly one of the best engines in. You in, know, because it is very limited to that style of game, though. You, yeah. As much as I love ID and their engine is, seems to be fantastic, no one else seems to use it, so it can't be that good. Do you know what I mean? It's. But, could you imagine you know how to use it? Maybe. Yeah, could, like... you, could you imagine an id software Halo though? Like, could you? I think that'd be fantastic. Oh, that would be. I think three four three would have to look for though. new jobs. Halo's <laughs> going to Unreal now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, they spent all that time building the slip space engine, and now they're going to just use Unreal anyway. It's like you guys should have done this from the beginning. This is what I don't get because, like, they must have known that Unreal what five five was on the horizon. Yeah, like, they're in. They're in the know. Like. What on earth made them go, oh, let's completely ignore this really awesome new technology and use our own piece of shit to make this game. Our flagship yeah. game, nonetheless. You know, and <laughs> it's like Co Coalition knows what's up. You know, Coalition was uh, using Unreal Engine 5 and they're getting used to it. It's like, why would you not have 343 work with this? Why would you waste time building a new engine that you don't need? Just use Unreal Engine 5. Save yourself some time. Oh, R.I.P. Coalition as well after today's yeah oh my god it's not good not going good is it for we'll us we'll get into that a bit Play shadow it. drop another game microsoft just make us forget <laughs> yeah That's what yes. we need. More, more shadow drops for the pain the quake game 2 the quake 2 let's go quake Star. 2 give us a new um <laughs> give us some more <laughs> do you guys um do you guys still think that Starfield will come in the first half? I mean, we have the website says it's coming in the first half, but it's a bit if like weird that we still haven't had a release date yet. I I think it will just because they've said they're going to do another showcase before E3. Oh, okay. and you wouldn't do a showcase before E3 if it was coming out in November, in my opinion. Could you imagine if they withheld the release date and then did the showcase? It's oh yeah, by the way, it's available today. You they know what? Do. I doubt it though. <laughs> you know what? Phil should do. Phil Spencer should do like the ultimate troll on everyone and just say, come out and say, "I'm sorry to say this, but unfortunately, Starfield has been cancelled." And give it about five seconds, and then just say, "No, I'm just playing it." it shadow drops today. Everyone will be like, "Oh, you motherfucker!" Oh, <laughs> the problem is though, because it's a, a physical yeah, release, they can't shadow work. drop it like um, you can with like Hi-Fi Rush, because that is literally going to be. Well, of course um, you can. There's there's already so much hype, it's through the damn roof at this point. I know. They don't need to hype it anymore. Physical retailers would kick off if you shadow dropped it digitally, like a day before they got a copy. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you, you, you remember how... Uh, we all know physical is dead. And yeah, like, well, 
you remember when they shadow dropped um, the Sega Saturn, how how pissed off retailers were about that shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's probably one the, reason why the Saturn bombed, you know, because retailers yeah. were like... That's, do you know what? I, I honestly think that is why. And I, I know this for a fact from one retailer because I, I, I used to go into like a, an independent store quite a lot. And they don't want to support and promote Xbox as much as other consoles because of Game Pass. Because they're like, yeah, well, why would sense. I when they're pushing people away from my shop? And I get that. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Exactly but, um, makes sense. And also, really? like, even I went in and he, the guy said, well, the Xbox Series X is just like an upgraded Xbox One. It's no new, and it's like, no, you're uh, you're totally you wrong. There, yeah. you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's all market PR, and PlayStation send like PR agents out to independent stores quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. With um, with Xbox, they don't. They just sort yeah. of. I'm not saying they don't everywhere, but like the ones I've known, I. I've seen PlayStation. I used to work at one as well, an independent game store, and used to have the PlayStation reps come round. But you don't get that with Xbox, not in the UK anyway. I think, uh, I yeah. think I've told. I think I've told the story before, but I have a friend who owns a game shop in in the town, and he used to get uh, Sony's reps like going around. They were like marketing, um, you know, promotional material and stuff. And they went there around there with the the PS4 promotional material for Knack. And he had a copy of the game to play, and he played the game. He said the controls for this are horrendous, and because he said that one thing, Sony yeah. refused to give him any more marketing material. It's crazy. Yeah. They, they refused to have any, uh, you know. Well, <laughs> not not to say not to say we got two Square Enix codes, and I wasn't the most polite about them. I didn't rip them a new arsehole, yeah. but I'm quite vocal about Square Enix shitty practices. And Big, miraculously, they've turned me down for every single one since. So, <laughs> Big shout out to BMG for the £1.79 donation. Marvel Snap, best game ever. Super chat. Super chat. We need like a, time an we're gonna audio Marvel plays best that. Game ever. I'll tell you what, if you're going to keep like throwing money at us, you can say it as much as you like and I'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think Snap will be fine. I just uh, I wanted to be 60 FPS. That's my biggest concern. Yeah, I, I mean, I I completely get that. Um, I I think though that people do make a good point because of how open world it is and how much stuff is going on. Yeah, you know, it's it's going to be 30 frames per second locked, even but, on Luke, even on a, even on someone who has a computer like Luke Steele. Um, you're going to be lucky Luke to get above 45. Steel. Yeah, you yeah. know, because he has like the bat computer, so. You know. Well, his computer is not that good because his mic don't work. <laughs> I bet he tripped over a cable or something. Not that did, you, did he not look on Twitter? If you want to do a podcast or you want to be a content creator, you can't have a cheap mic. You've got to spend a million pounds on a mic. Yeah, right. Did you not see that last week? Uh, you'll, you'll see later on um, on Twitter. He'll show a video of him throwing his computer out the window. <laughs> you know what? I wish Xbox had like... Uh... <laughs> I'm just looking at BMG's thing. <laughs> Super chat. Once you go marble, there is no other rival. Fair enough. <laughs> wow. What a hero that man. He's the hero we deserve. Marvel needs to start sending him free shit like t-shirts and stuff because he's always he's always plugging Marvel Snap. They should send him sending free like special cards and shit like previews. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
You can just start that campaign on Twitter. Give BMG free shit, Marvel. Right. Plugging the shit out of your crap game. <laughs> so just just to say, like, I'm playing this SpongeBob game, and you know, I said it's a bit weird, right? You yeah. go you go into um, each of these little worlds to save your friends, right? And in this world, there's I just saved Mr. Krabs in the first one, but at the mm. same place, you're talking to someone who's also Sandy. Like, so you talk to Sandy, but you only take Mr. Krabs. It's like, why don't you take Sandy at the same time and save them both within like one yeah. level? But obviously, got to drag it out over loads. But it's just a weird, a weird type of plot. Like I get the saving; that's cool. We go to different like time periods. Yeah, I get that. That's awesome. But why couldn't I just save them both at the same time when they were both stood next to each other? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I hated that about. Um, I hated that with World of Warcraft because it'd be like, go over here and kill fifteen of these. You go over there and kill fifteen of them, and then you go back, and it's like. Go and collect 30 brains from these, which are basically in the same area, the same mob that you've just killed. And I remember there was a quest at Hillsbrad where you'd um, you'd have to go and collect 30 human skulls or something like that, or 25 human skulls. And you're killing humans and you're not picking up skulls. You're like, well, what what the fuck are they, what have they got in their head? Like, there's, there's literally yeah. no skulls. And then you, you drop the quest off. It's like, go back there and collect. For, like, for fuck's sake, I was just there. Like, why? <laughs> That's one thing I hate about that kind of quest design. Yeah, Classic MMO fetch quest. Do you know what? I yeah, love yeah. it. I hate it, but I love it at the same time. They're just so lazy. Can you take this note to my friend, please? Where is it? Oh, he's next door. Yeah. Oh, you know that's one thing I that's one thing I liked about Fallout is like once you get the quest from someone you can knock out like ten quests within a very short period of time, you know, yeah. and you don't you don't have to go back to them after you knock out one quest to get another one. You can have multiple quests going at the same time. Yeah. In um, in yeah. Lord of Rings Online, they started doing something where you would, if you killed an enemy and it had an item for like a a, a quest in that area you hadn't picked up, like collect 10 rags or something or 10 rings or something off an enemy it would yeah. automatically pop up and say do you want to start this quest so you don't have to run back and forth all the time trying to get these silly quests that's fair that's yeah it's a good idea it's like they're like re like region area sort of quests instead of like you yeah. have to speak to a specific person to complete like, them because i like i like like going to quest givers and stuff and picking up quests and then going off and doing the quest i just don't like it when it's like Go and do two quests in the same area, area, but the different quests involving the same mobs. So it's like, well, why can't I just do both at the same time? You know yeah. I mean? Especially if it's coming from one quest giver. Like if it's two yeah. different quest givers, then fair enough. If it's one quest giver, he's like, go and kill these. You go kill them, go back. Go and kill more of these. I was like, for fuck's sake, why can't I just do that when I was there? Yeah, yeah just yeah, give me the whole list right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's, um, let's take a look at our second... Uh, topic for tonight which is phil spencer has acknowledged that xbox didn't release enough games in 2022 no, no shit i, I, I don't right? really understand like because it's hard for me to jump on that bandwagon because there was so many new games that came to game pass i mean i know they're not exclusive but we still had shitloads to play so why is it really a massive yeah issue? you, you, you know literally talking to that loudest crowd which is also the smallest like 90% of people that play Xbox didn't care that there was only a, like a handful of Xbox exclusive. They were playing Fortnite. They were playing other games. Do you know what I mean? Whatever's popular yeah. with the kids nowadays. Yeah. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I they're I not playing. I don't understand why it's an issue because, like, Jesus. I, I, I was never bored on my Xbox last year. Like, I always had more games than I could play. I mean, yeah. And yeah, that's and and that's me not being an Xbox fanboy. That's me literally saying like. When you add all the Game Pass releases up I played and I wanted to play, you add all of the third-party stuff that came. Because barring Square Enix and a handful of sort of Japanese games, we did get quite a lot. Yeah, of, uh, the, Like the multi-plats and stuff. But yeah. I, I find that there's, a, there's enough stuff coming to Game Pass as is that it keeps you busy whilst you're waiting for like the bigger hits you know like um you know the, the triple a's that come out I mean, these people moan yeah, on twitter they're... and that though they don't even subscribe though they just moan yeah why, yeah. Is, why is spongebob holding out his cock <laughs> oh yeah he is he's holding a microphone and he's singing <laughs> what <did> you see? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah Jesus. i think I think honestly, Twitter, gaming Twitter these days feels like you wake up and there's another bandwagon for someone to jump on, and yeah. it's exhausting. To be honest, I mean, it's happening again um, today with Redfall. Well, yesterday in Redfall with Redfall. Yeah, well, yeah Redfall has to be always online. You must have an always online internet connection, <laughs> and it's a massive issue that Redfall has this. But nobody gave a shit when PS uh, Five announced that GT Seven needed an always online internet Spoken connection. Spoken needs no to be online. As well. Sorry, for Spoken has to be online all the time as yeah. well. Hogwarts Legacy <laughs> requires an always online internet connection. Like it's, and I don't care. It's getting purchased. Yeah. This shit yeah. like doesn't matter. And yet people are like, oh, it matters because Xbox makes it matter. It's like, well, for fuck's sake, go out and touch grass. It's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, I I think it matters only to people who are way out in the way out in the boonies that they don't have any solid, reliable Internet, you know? Yeah. And it's like, shit, that was me. But back in the 80s, you know, it's like it's (laughs) like 40 years later. I mean, everybody it's like you have a you have a guy way out in the way out in the middle of the woods. He still has reliable Internet. So it's like, you know. Yeah. This doesn't make much sense, but no, I understand. I understand why they would say it if they're talking about like Ubisoft games, because uh, Division Two, you know, you got to have a constant internet, and um, I'm always having That's issues good. with Division Two, but it's because of the Ubisoft servers. It's not because yeah. of my stuff. So yeah, if absolutely. if Xbox is maintaining their servers, it shouldn't really be that much of an issue. I saw one though, and they were like, "But what if I go out on holiday with my Steam Deck and I haven't got a good internet connection? It's like play somewhere else." You telling me you only have one game? Yeah. Jesus Christ! I, I apologize, peasants, but you bought a Steam Deck. If you've got a Steam Deck, you've got more than one fucking game. Yeah, yeah. It just baffles me, and it's it, quite obvious it's going to be like a very regularly updated, like evolving narrative style game. It literally sort of spreads the game like, as a service, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like it's going to get regular updates. There's going to be like. When it said like people just like pop up and stuff like that, it's like, well, yeah, you're gonna need internet and stuff like that. People can jump in and out if you campaign at any time. You need internet connection for that. It, yeah, it's obvious. So just to um, just to touch on what Sentinel was saying, Ubisoft are the worst for it because their their saves are tied to the Ubisoft uh, yeah. Connect. Yeah, and that's why um, Watch Dogs Legion and um, Immortals had massive. Uh, save issues like corruption save issues because it required that always online connection yeah Yeah. but then you've also got to remember right if you're playing on xbox one or a series x and s 
you always have to be online if you want to unlock achievements. If you yeah, unlock achievements, you need internet for that. So it doesn't matter. Like, yes, there are places where your internet's intermittent. Yeah, it'll affect a couple of people. It's not an end of the world. It, no, it's yeah. not. Upgrade to fiber. Yeah, yeah I, I don't get it. I think people literally just want the next thing to jump on um, with anything these days, to be fair. I mean, look at it. all the shit that's going on with Hogwarts Legacy and, um, you know, Atomic Heart. People just love a bandwagon to jump on. If you buy this, you're supporting this. Oh, fuck off. I'm buying this because I want to play this. It's got nothing to do with your agendas. Fuck off. That's, yeah. that's, that's how I look at it. And that's not to say that I'm, you know, against these people but fuck me don't try and dictate what i play based on your fucking political agendas yeah it's fucking stupid and you know we we've seen this the same shit for years you know with uh far cry 5 with the with the ridiculous fucking narratives and it's like mm. calm down it's like first of all this isn't real life so you guys need to go out and touch grass second of all if you guys are this bent out of shape over this shit you don't need to be going to twitter you need to be going to a therapist you know is like because you guys have some underlying issues that you need to fix. Yeah, as as Spook said, I mean Spock said at the end of Star Trek Two, the needs of many outweigh the needs of. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. <laughs> yeah. Well, the I mean, you know, me to play this game outweigh all of you. That's what he's saying. <laughs> I mean, I guess if they can't play Red Redfall, they can always pick up like a PS Vita and play some, you know, portable games that way. Mm. But could you imagine what it's going to be like? I mean, Xbox has definitely turned things around. They're making more of an effort to put out games. Like, the narrative is changing. And you, yeah, but you're going to you, see more hate. You're going to see yeah. more hate from the PS fanboys towards Xbox because as they release more games and as that narrative goes away that Xbox has no games, they're pissed. Another be- narrative to jump on. Yeah, and they're going to be more aggressive. They're going to be more irate. They're going to be completely off, just completely crazy about this shit. And the problem is, you've got the trolls in the community. You, you fuckers know who you are if you are watching this. Go out <laughs> yeah, they're all way. watching our show, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> go out of their way to fucking to um, deliberately influence people, and that's why I don't like. That's that's what annoys me about Twitter, especially gaming Twitter, is that you get you get unbiased content creators, you know, like us. We we try and cover everything. You get a bit. They get overlooked for the dipshits that just want to spread false information and just want to bash one console. And it's fucking exhausting, man. It makes me hate gaming. Like, it makes me hate the gaming community for sure. You know, and it's it's rough when you got smaller people that have you know maybe a few hundred or a few thousand followers, but when you have these bigger accounts, you know, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand yeah, yeah. followers, saying this type of shit, it's like, you know, you you gotta. It's like first of all, because of how much reach you have. You should be trying to bring the communities together, not create Absolutely. this division, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Anyway, enough of that depressing shit. Let's get into the next topic. The fun topic. Um, the fun topic. Oh, this, this, this topic made me laugh, to be fair, when I was watching it. So there's a lot of political outrage about Microsoft using power-saving options. Uh, Fox News came in pretty heavily with this saying that they're pushing climate change onto our youth. Xbox has gone woke, but now that it has a power-saving option, we're, we're, we're forcing climate change on our children. 
Uh, it was hilarious. If you haven't seen it, go and check it out. It's the dumbest journalism I think I've seen since Kotaku. It's just horrendous. <laughs> since Kotaku. <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think I've heard it. I you know. Did you watch it? Oh Jesus! Oh my I've watched it. It was terrible. Oh hilarious! Yeah. I can only take so much cringe per week. <laughs> could, could be fighting over gun laws or drugs, but no. Let's let's attack Xbox because it has a power saving option. Yeah, Fucking ludicrous. Yeah, it's not like when you switch it on the power saving mode, like Greta Thun, uh, what's her face, pops up on screen and lectures <laughs> you for twenty minutes. And it's like, <laughs> will you give up your life to the cause? And you have to say yes to put it on. It literally just saves you money. Some really yeah. low hanging fruit in it. It's just yeah, yeah, you know, and it, it's it's like Fox News is saying this shit. Oh, climate change is like, have you seen our electric bills? We don't give a shit about climate change right now. We care about <laughs> our, our electric bill going down from seven hundred to six hundred dollars. You know, how about that? Yeah, it's <laughs> mental. You see, today that Shell just announced the what was it like thirty two billion in profit? Fifty something billion. Oh, was yeah. it? Yeah, mental. Honestly. And then, and then they've got the balls to say it charges more for our gas electric, saying prices have gone up and poor little guys can't afford it. And you're like, yeah. what? There's, there is no such thing as a cost of living crisis. Um, there's a, oh, there's a cost of greed crisis. That's the fucking problem. Everybody's trying yeah. to pro- profiteer off this war in Ukraine. Yeah, I know. We don't even get our fucking majority of our gas from Russia. We get it from Norway. And yet they're blaming the war in Ukraine and why our gas prices have gone up. Like, how? Mental. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah, I mean, Fox just being Fox. Might as well move on to the next topic. Nothing really to talk about, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so Microsoft has raised the price of the Xbox Series X and S in Japan, which I was quite surprised, to be honest. I mean, we all knew a price raise was like price increase was coming. Yeah. But I'm surprised they did it in the market where they have very little influence. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that's... They, would have, they would have done it in the US or UK, but they've, they've hit Japan and like a market they're trying to break into still. They've now yeah. given them the shaft. So I was quite surprised by that. What do you guys think? Um, I mean, I hope they did their research before they made a move like that because, like you said, if they're trying to break in, it doesn't make much sense to raise the price unless yeah. there's some kind of justif- you know, justification for it, I guess. I, I believe it's still cheaper than PlayStation in Japan, though. As it they've, risen, they've risen the price of both by, what, 5,000 yen? I don't know what that works out in pound. Yeah, I have um, no idea. 5,000 yen to pound. 5,000 yen... GBP. Apparently, after conversion, it's still cheaper. Thirty-one pound. Yeah. yeah, it's not too bad. But, but yeah, I can't remember who said it to me on Twitter. But they're saying that even after conversion, it's still um, cheaper than what we would pay for a console over here. So yeah, it's still cheap, and it's still cheaper than a PS5 as well in Japan. So How much is a PS5 in Japan? Well, I don't know. Do I look like I'm Japanese? Oh, yeah, get on the Google. Ask ask the Google what, what it says. Right, PS5 digital edition is forty nine four hundred and seventy eight yen. Pound. I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> so you've got to remember. My Google here. Come on. Everyone, everyone complaining about Xbox doing this. PlayStation yeah. already did this last year. The same amount. 
Yeah. Yeah, because Xbox does it. It's bad, don't it? Well, actually, actually they put it up 5,500. Yeah. They're just, all they're doing is reading the market, to be honest, you know, because the whole, the whole global economy right now is in... Uh, right, so a, P, a PS5, PS5 is currently £385 in Japan. Three hundred eighty-five quid. Yeah. Jesus. Just get it imported somewhere. I suppose even after the import fees, it'd be cheaper than what you'd pay over it. A Series X. Hang on a second. Uh, it's it's cheaper, and a Series X is three hundred eighty pound. That's crazy. That's like nearly two hundred quid cheaper than what you'd pay over it. Yeah. Like five hundred. There's a PS5 like five hundred quid now. PS5. Console. That's crazy. £480. I reckon you could probably get a, uh, I reckon you could get a PS5 or a Series X and get it imported here and pay. It'll still be cheaper after import fees. Get it. You have to buy a power converter as well, I think. Oh, yeah, that's true. Unless they don't. I don't know, because nowadays a lot of stuff, they all use the same sort of wattage nowadays, don't they? In the console, so you can... You can use yeah. different plugs easier. Whereas before, I remember when I had a, a GameCube imported, I had to get like a big power brick to convert it back in the day. Yeah, there's only the, the Americans that really have something different to us. And I suppose even Europe uses a two pin, though. America yeah. Two pin. We use a three pin. Yeah, it depends you on know, the wattage of our, a, you know, our we stuff. Earth, I don't think you Americans have Earth wires that you just go live and like you're um, missing like a pin on it. Well, I mean, it's a it's a three prong if it needs a ground, like for the higher wattage appliances. But for, yeah. I don't think for the uh, consoles it's three prong. I think it's just two. Yeah, we we ground everything. We, everything's got ground on on our stuff. Yeah. Because you know we don't like fires. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, some people over here they don't have a problem with it dumping gasoline on um, barbecue grills and shit. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't mind fires over here too much. If you do want consoles, um, you can get them all at very at the moment. They've got Xboxes and Playstations in nice. readily available, both of them. I think the, the shortage is over for both consoles, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It's good. I was hoping to get a PS5 this year, but I didn't see what happened. There's yeah, I was, a, I was able to... Makes me go want to grab this now. I was able to just walk into a GameStop and buy a PS5, no issue. Yeah. So I, I bought both for mine. The first one and the second one, I bought both of them, no issue. Everyone else seemed to be really struggling over here, but they text me, they're like, do you want one? I'm like, yeah, go on then. Go on then. You find um, that a lot of um, a lot of the companies are like adding bundles to, to stop scalpers, or at least to yeah. not entice scalpers, but even the scalpers have bought the PS5s now, apparently. So... It's good. It's good that this shit's starting to. I, I think the 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 like bills raising across everything and everyone being skinned probably has affected it as well. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. If you can't afford to pay your gas and electric because that's tripled over your month, you're not going to go and buy a 500 quid console. You just I you're think gonna, they can still. You'll just think, play your old console. I think scalpers are still able yeah. to get their money back by selling them to CEX. Though I think their prices are still ridiculous. Do we have a gun though? For any of you scalpers out there that happen to be watching. <laughs> 20 of our scalper audience, if you want a, a way out of your you scalping us. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> 
No, they don't now. They buy cash well, for three fifty now. Oof. That's Blimey. dropped. They, they were paying over five hundred. Um, yeah, yeah. Last time I saw one in, I saw um, one in Truro, not that long ago, for six hundred and fifty quid, brand new PS Five. Don't worry though. Don't worry, fans, because you're not going to get ripped off. You can sell your digital PS Five console boxed, obviously only boxed, and CX will give you the grand total of what do you think, guys? Ten p. Ninety-three pounds for the box alone. No, no, for the whole console. Oh, for the whole box. console. <laughs> Jesus. Three pounds. No, they sell it for three hundred and sixty pounds. Where does that work out? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I really hope that CEX goes into liquidation. They're such a scummy company. Yeah, they're great for cheap DVDs though. You can pick up DVDs for like twenty p, which is great. Yeah, you can download them for free. So. Well, you can, but back when before I would like, I, internet, I used to go in for like fifty quid <laughs> and buy about fifty DVDs at like once every lot, sort of like five months and just oh, pile them up on the counter, like all the series because they used to sell like box sets of old TV series for like two quid a, a DVD, like a box set. I haven't bought, bought a DVD you know, or a Blu-ray in fucking years. No, I haven't either. I think the last <laughs> one I bought was the old Studio Ghibli stuff. I've done the old pirate out and fuck off the Toy Tuga now if I want anything. <laughs> well, you're going to have to... Back to the good old days. <laughs> Netflix and on them, aren't they? Getting rid of password sharing after saying that's what love is. We do not condone piracy. We are against piracy. <laughs> yeah, we don't condone others looking into piracy. Yeah, piracy is the devil for fucking Netflix. <laughs> I don't get how their password sharing shit's going to work. It's, it's based Basically, on Wi-Fi, isn't it? If you don't connect your device to your home Wi-Fi, I don't know how they right. check that. Maybe you have to set it up. Yeah, every thirty days it locks you out of your Netflix. So, I share my account with. My partner. Yeah, she'd have to bring a ship. Yeah, she'd have to bring a ship round to your house before the thirty days is up. Log in. Yeah. Yeah. So Netflix. You know what though? No one. You shouldn't support Netflix because bar like Stranger Things, they don't support their original series. You get one season, it ends on a cliffhanger, and then they can't kill them off and go. Well, not enough people watched them. It's like no one's watching them because you, they know you're going to kill yeah. the fucker off after one season or two seasons. Did you yeah. see what Matey said the other day? He said, Oh, we've never cancelled a successful show. Well, you fucking have plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people, don't get, people don't get a chance to get invested in these TV series because you're literally killing them after one series. What's yeah. the fucking point? They should make them cheaper if they don't want to risk that much money on them. Yeah, well, especially like Glow, the original stuff. They cancelled the newest season of Glow during the COVID because this, and they claimed it was because of COVID, mm. but they were already filming it, so it couldn't have been not being watched because they were already greenlit the next one. I'd rather they didn't kill it off. I'd rather they just sold it to somebody else and let them yeah. deal with it. Cause exactly. Santa Clarita Diet. Did you ever watch that fantastic show with Drew Barrymore? I've and watched like two episodes. The one where she was like, um, she was like a cannibal or something. A zombie, yeah, yeah. She becomes a zombie and then starts eating people. But it was it was fucking brilliant, and they killed it after three seasons. Um, left well, it on a really cliffhanger. Yeah, I, I, I say we never cancelled. Um, we never cancelled a successful show. Everybody loved Santa Clarita Diet. It was fantastic. I wanted to watch that. Um, is it Mongolia one or something like that? Or Genghis Khan one. Oh, but they, they cancelled it before I even started watching it. I was like, oh, I'm not sure. Really. That's why I prefer it when like. 
shows that are successful on TV or other platforms that go to Netflix, I'm more inclined to watch those because you know that you know they're not going to get fucking cancelled. Yeah, blinders. I'm I'm still working my way through that fantastic show. A lot of the stuff's available elsewhere now, though. Netflix is losing its like its um, domination because it hasn't. It's relying on its own, like its own brand of stuff, and. About yeah. like Adam Sandler films and stuff, yeah, bring them in, but there's just not enough of it, and they can't, they haven't got that mainstay power. Like, they've got Stranger Things and that, but they've already announced that's ending. They haven't got the next yeah, Stranger yeah. Things at the moment, and it's not like the Disney who have Star Wars, Marvel, Alien, um, Indiana Jones, Pixar to back up there. Yeah, they haven't got like they, they can't go oh, next week, we're going to put um. Um, cars, a new series of cars on, and all the kids will want to watch it. So you've got to subscribe. Yeah. They're, they're, if you look at Netflix's kids' offering, 95% of it is like DreamWorks and other companies who you can get it everywhere. Yes, yeah. some of them were funded by Netflix, but then they go elsewhere. So they're not, they don't own the IP. I think that they, yeah. it's like, Joe, we get like a six month exclusive on Xbox. And then it, yeah. it jogs off. I feel like that's what Netflix does with s- some of those shows, and they need that's to. Sort of, they should have invested more, but fuck them because they've, they've, they've recast the main cast in Chicken Run Two. <laughs> someone, someone posted um, an old Netflix tweet earlier. I can't, I can't remember who it was. Apologies if you are watching, but it said, um, "Well, it's like from 2017. It says love is sharing your password." Yeah, ironically, like a, a Netflix tweet, yeah. yeah, a Netflix tweet. And then fast forward Shoot. like four, like five years. Now someone will take them to court in America for that because you guys in America love to sue people. Yes, and yeah, and but true. to be fair, they've shot them in the foot. They've literally said, "If you love someone, you've got to share your password." Now they're saying you can't. So yeah, yeah. You know, there was a there was actually a court in California that someone uh, was suing one of the movie studios because this actress that was supposed to be in a trailer wasn't in the movie, and they sued him and said it was false advertising. And the court is like, "Yep, you can sue him." And so now, so now, all these game studios are probably watching that, like, "Oh shit, please don't make us next," because <laughs> you remember over you remember um, Ubisoft with Watch Dogs how it didn't look how they showed it, and then they're selling it, you know, and it's like. Oh, it's could misleading. You remember, could you remember the hype there was just because his fucking his coat ruffled in the wind? Like, there was yeah. so much hype over that. His yeah. fucking coat. Mantle. <laughs> yeah. Same yeah. with the division. Like the fact yeah. that you could crawl alongside a car and shut the door. Like people lost yeah. their minds for that shit. Well that was cool. You know, it was it was so amazing that you were able to do that type of shit. And then when you couldn't, they're like, wait a second, this is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's yeah. I just don't believe trailers because ninety percent of the time they never turn out. I mean, better, well, I, I would say don't believe trailers when it comes to EA, Ubisoft, or Bethesda. You know, <laughs> yeah. like but Bethesda Softworks. If it's id software, you can believe it, but you know, not Bethesda Softworks. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, just because World of Warcraft you think is next gen when you see the trailers, and then when you actually start playing, yeah. oh god, it looks like a potato, potato yeah. compared. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I tried. I went back to um, playing WoW the other day, just briefly. I think it was only on it like two minutes, and I loaded it up. And I thought, my God, nothing has changed in like the five years I've been away from it. 
Yeah, yeah. Fair them. They, graphics they have been garbage. slowly updating the graphics and the, they've like been remastering the areas and stuff, but you mm. can only do so much without a new engine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honestly yeah. surprised they haven't made a World of Warcraft 2. I, they, there's so much, like, it's so easy for them to do it as well. Azeroth is ending, everyone has to get on like a fucking arc and make it to another world. Yeah. Simple. Boom. World of Warcraft 2. I, I don't think they dare risk it. Because it makes so much money, they don't want to just risk it. Just doesn't make as much. But then well, they brought out keep, classic just, servers. Yeah, it's just literally keep classic the same game twice. Yeah, it's and amazing. Even, I wish World of Warcraft Classic is updating to the, the latest like expansions. I think what they're on now, what Wrath of the Lich King, Wrath of the Lich King. It's oh, only no. going so far, though, I believe. It's it's oh, not it? going past certain points. It shouldn't go past Wrath of the Lich King because yeah. that's peak. Wow, that was. After everything after that's been shit. <laughs> but yeah, I, I played it for like five minutes. I was like, I, just, I can't go back to this. This is fucking horrendous. Man, we need more like... MMOs on console. I'd like to see more. I'd like to get Final Fantasy on Xbox. That'd be nice. You know what? I, I really want to try Elder Scrolls online. But I just... There's something about it that's really off-putting. Like, I don't want to lose hundreds of hours of my life again to an MMO. Because yeah. it's... It's fucking hey, did, didn't they like say down the road when you're like, oh wow, I've lost a year of my life to this game? That's fantastic. There's nothing more soul destroying than that. Didn't they say Dune, the upcoming Dune game, was MMO? Oh, I don't know. Well, that's going to be DOA then. If it's an MMO, a proper MMO. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, because because I was interested in it, but I'm not really an MMO guy. And I said, well, I'm not sure. You know, I like I like the whole Dune franchise, but I said I don't know about an MMO. I wonder how the whole. Um... Elder Scrolls Online thing works because it'd be quite funny if we all got on, played different classes, and ran around like an expert. Yeah, you can, you can, you can easily join and teleport <laughs> to each other. It's good fun, I, and it, it, it quite. I'm, I'm, if I remember correctly, I think it sort of evens you out as well, so you're not all super overpowered and stuff. But oh, Star Trek scale. Online is good at that. Star Trek Online, shout out to the MD in chat. Star Trek Online, if a low player joins in with a high player. You both get put on the same field, so yeah, yeah, you don't, you never, you never feel underpowered, and you never feel overpowered. You just play in a fun game, basically. It's at a decent level, which is something Star Trek Online does really well. Um, yeah. I'd agree. We need SWTOR Star Wars on uh, console. I'd like yeah. to see. I'd like to see more. Um, a load of companies that were like, yeah, we're bringing games to. Think you like. Lord of Rings Online was supposed to come. Um, what else did that company make? There's a D&D game, an MMO, another one. And they were going to bring that to console. And they've just never done it yet. So Maybe that's, um, maybe that's something we could look into for the channel. Um, chat, how would you feel about there being an XBL MMO online session? Would you, would you tune in to watch that? Like, let us know in the chat. I think that'd be quite fun. You know, if we all had different yeah. classes. Yeah, but we we only play it on the stream like those yeah. characters because otherwise yeah, yeah. we end up all over with different levels and stuff. If we all play it from start at level yeah. one, get Fabio we, on. He play. I want to play DCU <laughs> online. I, I, it's such a fun game. It's great. I get to beat people up dressed as like a knockoff wish Batman. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I'd also play Star Trek. I, I would play Star Trek, Elder Scrolls. DCU Online, um, I'm trying to think what other MMOs are on Xbox at the moment. I try to avoid I try to avoid them because they are like free to play and you end up having to pay for shit. I, I don't it's like not that being in a tight shit. 
two Xbox games. No shit. <laughs> I'm having a look. I'm on the store. I'm going down. We could play Rumbleverse for the next like three days before they kill it fully. Rumbleverse. <laughs> yeah, that knockoff Titan. Uh, the knockoff um, thingy for Bob. I don't know. What it is. Um, Fortnite fighting game from Epic. Oh, okay. They've already announced it's being killed. When did it come out? Last year. Jesus, that was quick. I it's only it'd been be out great. like eight months. If that. I think it'd be really funny if we did that. You know, did like um, an Elder Scrolls Online sessions where we literally play for like two or three hours, but and we're not allowed to play outside of that. And we stream it. I think that'd be really fucking fun. Yeah, we play every now and again. I'm up yeah. for that. You could do that, like as. On the same nights that we normally do, like the RP sessions and stuff. Yeah, like basically an RP. When I used to play MMOs with people, we used to do something like that, and then after about two months, one arse would piss off, and you'd come back and he'd be on like a massive level. It's like, <laughs> what's the point? It'll play with you, and it'd slowly yeah. tinker down till there was only a couple of you. To be fair, though, I am that arsehole because I remember like when the division came out, we made this pact amongst my friends. We're like, we're only going to play it when we're all online together. We'll work our way through it together. And then I would get bored after like fucking five days where they haven't been online. I'm just fuck, fuck this. I'm just playing it. I just I don't, I don't want to sit and wait. <laughs> you can create yeah. another character for that. That's what, that's the point. Just make yeah. a new character. I'm sure there was a, a, like a a D and D MMO on Xbox. Am I am I getting completely wrong? I swear I played one and got achievements on it. There am is I, a Dungeons. Oh, Neverwinter. Neverwinter. Never that is a good yeah. MMO. I quite enjoy Neverwinter. I played that a, a fair bit. There was that one that came out not, not long ago, but it was quite buggy. Quite what it's called. I think that was a might be a Warhammer game. I don't, don't know, know what it's called. It's gone there's, there's a fair few though, but yeah. It, no, it's like a, it was like a Morrowind uh, sequel. Um, fuck, what was it called? It had like a dragon in it, like an ice dragon, frost dragon. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll look into it. Maybe we can do that. I think that'd be good content for the channel. Um, yeah, it'd be good to play anyway, just as a group. We'd have a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into our next topic, which is Leroy. Xbox, Nintendo, and Sony won't be part of E3 2023. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why Xbox and Nintendo dropped out. I mean, I know Sony didn't want to do it anymore, but. Then Xbox and Nintendo ones new for this year, innit? But then Xbox has their own events anyway, so. Yeah, doesn't Nintendo do like a their own event as well? They have, uh, I can't remember what it's called. Is it Nintendo Direct or something? Yeah, they, they yeah. sort of like pump a direct out around the time. Maybe not the same week, but like within the month. Yeah. But um, yeah, Xbox um been doing their own show for the last few years, haven't they? So it makes sense to, and they can dedicate as much time as they want to it. Then they don't. They're not constrained yeah. to. You know, time periods. I mean, that's that's still good though, because there are a number of um, you know third-party publishers that could put out a lot of good content. You know, hopefully, you know, and I, I say this because it seems like the people putting E3 together are fucking morons. But um, <laughs> it's like they're they're focusing on celebrities, and it's like if those celebrities don't game like at least eight hours a week, fuck no, I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> It's it's like it's like why the fuck are you gonna have someone at a cooking competition that doesn't even know how to microwave a goddamn hot pocket? You know, it's like they don't belong at a cooking competition. Get them the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it. Nope, celebrity. No, get out. 
It's like more games, no celebrities, or, or minimum celebrities. You can have Henry Cavill there uh, because he's a World of Warcraft guy. That's cool. You know, he's a real gamer. But other than yeah. that, no. No Al Pacino that he got lost. He wandered in the door because they left it open, and he was actually walking through the parking lot. No. You know, Michael Madsen looking like he'd just been drinking a fifth of vodka. No. It's like get people in there that are actual gamers if you're going to have celebrities. Don't get people in there just because they're hungry for a paycheck. I'm sorry. Yeah, That's I just agree. me, though. No, I agree. Does it make no fucking sounds like Flute Guy at the PlayStation event? Why was he even there? It didn't need to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, you know, that's that's been people's one of people's biggest complaints about E3 is they're focusing too much on celebrities and music and all this stuff and not enough on gaming. It's mm. like E3, it's like you guys got to look back at the 90s when it was all about games and games you could play and the gamers and the studios and the, you know, it's like focus on that shit. Yeah. Don't focus on all this Hollywood stuff because it's like we can watch the Oscars or the Emmys or whatever, you know, for that type of shit. It's like that's not why we're coming to E3. That's not why we watch E3. Exactly. Hopefully they know that this year. I mean, because a lot of people I think are very skeptical because it seems like the panel of people that puts E3s together, they've kind of forgotten that. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, you, you kind of wonder if that's why <clears throat> Nintendo and Xbox are not coming back. Well, yeah, they don't. It's now run by ReadPop as well, so it's yeah. a different company have paid for the license to run E3, and there's a good chance. I'm, I'm sure I read somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where it was, but they've not sent out any information about what was happening or anything. Yeah. So yeah. they're probably like, "Well, it's too late for us," and we, we, we they, they're not something they can. They're not like a single indie dev who only has one table. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they need all the time to plan, but. I'm looking forward to Xbox's show. Xbox always put on a good E3 sort of show. I reckon we'll get... Um, that. Honestly, I can see Xbox hitting the stage with like a really cool supercar and showing off more Forza with a release date. Yeah. Where is the new Forza expansion? It should have been here by now, honestly. No, Forza Motorsport. Mm. I think that'll be, that'll be one of the biggest selling points at E3 this year. I think that's when we'll get the release date for Forza. Where's the Forza always... Horizon 5 DLC 2, though? Where's that? Yeah, true. What they is it? They might only do one, though. They might only do the one. I think they got um, some Cam Block. Pass me two in. They've got some Cam Block uh, tribute stuff coming. I know. Yeah, uh, well, that's nice, but I want a DLC that I paid for already. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get one because it's still going to get supported, isn't it? Even after Motorsports out. So. I think yeah, I wonder. Fun. I wonder what the uh, what the cover car is going to be this year. Yeah, I reckon it'll be um, that new. Uh, is it Bugatti? Is put out a new one. I can't think what it's called. Gone. Yeah, Apparently, I have no idea. they said in a Forza monthly in November, it's expected in early 2023. It's early 2023 in February. Give it me now. Yeah, but it makes no sense for it to come out now because yeah, you got to think yeah, if, if Starfield is going to launch in the first half of 2023, and we got Redfall in May, it makes no sense to throw them all out in the first half of the year. I mean, oh, I'm not about motorsport. Football. I don't care for motorsport. <laughs> yeah. bad, I don't want to play it. I just want my DLC. For the, wow. the better rated game. I can't wait for motorsport. No, do you know what? I like motorsport. It looks great. I just I don't like that type of racing game because you're oh, I've driven around. I'm bored now. At least we're riding. I can go do silly stuff. <laughs> I mean, you I you can motorsport. you know if you don't enjoy For Forza Motorsport, you could always play Burnout Paradise Remastered. Mm. That's a good game. I've got that. Love it. Yeah, I'm oh, no, I'm, I'm still trying to get my. Uh, what is it the the final license you have to get 
I don't even remember what it's called. Oh, I don't know. My son just pissed me off. He just drives around. He doesn't even do races. He just drives around smashing into stuff because he can. <laughs> I, I came back on the 360 really pissed me off because I had an achievement in the game where you had to upload a photo of yourself. And I didn't yeah. have a connect. It was like, what a stupid fucking achievement for a game that doesn't require it. Like, well, do you know what I mean? Fable Anniversary, yeah. one achievement requires you to download an app on a Windows tablet, which they don't longer make anymore. Yeah, oh, Jesus. You'd think that they would go back and at least patch that in. Yeah, it like, takes five minutes for a little patch like that. Just auto unlock for everyone. Yeah, it's just laziness. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather they changed it like they've done with some other games where they've changed the um, the unlock sort of requirement. specification requirements. Mm. But if you haven't got time and money, just quickly put a line that says auto unlock when game switches on. And yeah. Like, let those people. I mean, I understand you didn't technically do it. I understand those achievement purists who were like, "Man, I did it on the first day. I went out and spent seven hundred pound on a tablet just for that achievement." No sort of. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want a thousand out of a thousand. I want a nice yeah. score. They had achievements for the game just for starting the game. So why not just like fucking convert it to one of those? Talking oh. of achievements. You, you know what? Just had an update to six thousand this week. Oh, Cruise Brothers, isn't it? Cruise Brothers. I can't that bring myself back and play it. it. Probably it's just like press start on the menu. Two hundred yeah. games. Honestly, I mean, it, it's the worst. I hated, I hated myself playing that game. I actually, physically. Yeah, and you want to go back and play it again, though, aren't you? Ah, we got a thousand. Yeah, I like completions. Yeah. <laughs> shame, shame, shame. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. it was it, it kind of made no sense to me for them to put achievements tied to multiplayer, especially when these servers are eventually going to go offline. So it's like if you got all these other games you're playing and you play the single-player campaign, but you never play the multiplayer, and then you have yeah. to go back and play the multiplayer, but the servers are offline, how the hell are you going to get the achievement? You know, you're just it, they, should all, they should auto-pop all the multiplayer achievements. You can, once they delist the game, you can no longer buy it, or they turn off the server so you can't play the multiplayer. They should yeah. enable a patch that allows you to unlock all the multiplayer achievements. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at because the CFE. They got rid of one of the modes, and she can't get the achievements. And yes, I get it. It was there for like two years. If you wanted to get it, you should have played it by now. Yeah. But we weren't under the impression it was ever going to get shut down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we right. Shut that mode off. So, yeah, it's right, that's why I like I like achievements to be story based. And I'm one of those people that I don't like. Maybe have like a couple of collectible achievements, but not silly like bloody Assassin's Creed in that way. It's like collect every yeah. fart in the game in a jar with a certain color to get all the achievements <laughs> just I, I, I like games where you just unlock them by playing you don't have to think about what you're doing you can just enjoy the game and when you yeah, get yeah. to the end of the game you've got a thousand game score That's all I, want. I don't like i don't like the games that add like different types of achievements as well so there's like there's four different achievements all tied to collectibles but they're all for a randomly different collectible yeah like those kind of achievements Collect all these statues. Collect all these audio logs. I don't like those yeah. kind of fucking achievements. I, I hate them where they do um, achievements for doing random shit in games, which is cool when you get them. Yeah. But I don't want to have to play a game a certain way just to get an achievement or have to replay an entire game because I chose to kick someone in the arse instead of kicking them in the game. Yeah. Quite life is like that. If, if you if you don't kill the infant or don't kill the the child, yeah. it doesn't get you don't get the achievement. Yeah, exactly. I hate those types of achievements. It, it should be. You, it should be an achievement that unlocks either way, but yeah. it maybe says, oh, you decided to do this or not. Do you know what I mean? I, 
I just I think achievement should be for achieving the game, finishing the game. I think there's doing, so much more. There's so much more they could do with achievements as well. That's the annoying thing. Like, there's so many cool ideas that people have floated around with achievements, and they don't they don't care about achievements. There you go. Thimbers just said he got nearly ten achievements for playing the tutorial of that new JoJo game on <laughs> Gamepad. What were you doing? You shouldn't be able to get all the achievements in a game within the first like five levels. Like... Super chat. Cheers, Muppet. Thanks for uh, coming and hanging out, and thanks, thanks for donating to Bit Buddy. Really yeah, thank that. you for not talking about Marvel Snap in a super chat. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, Ash, what are you saying? Just like, I hate it. I went, um, I forgot what I was going to go now. It's totally sent me off. Oh, it's you should, you should the 10, 10 achievements in tutorial. Yeah, but you shouldn't you should be able to get 1,000G without finishing the game or a good quantity. Like, I was playing, yeah. I played a few games for review this last couple of days. And you only have to finish like ten levels to get a thousand G. What's that yeah. about? There's no challenge. You literally they're literally doing it, and they, I know why they're doing it because sad people like Redders here who destroyed his gamer score buys them to get those cheap thousand things. We we know people. You know what I'm talking about who got who literally have just played night at a time shit games just to bump the game score. But yes, game for then don't me know. Slayer, other people give me this. Um, I've I've played a lot, and I know I have, and I talk about it. But ninety percent of the time, they send me them for free for review. Oh, I don't give like, over, give over. You can't use that so, as an excuse. I don't. I, I, but even then, I think <laughs> I, I feel dirty now, and I don't go Why? for achievements anymore. It's just it's not as it's not as exciting as it used to be. No, okay. when you got an achievement for finishing a game and you worked hard on a certain difficulty, you're like. Yes, or when you get like a hundred percent in a game and it gets you an achievement, you're like that's yeah. awesome. Back on the 360, yeah. I was really driven. Like, I really wanted to get like as many achievements as I could because it meant something back then. You know, indie yeah. games only had 200 gamer score, and yeah, like, only the triple A's had the thousand gamer score. And um, yeah. but then the Xbox One came along, and suddenly you were getting thousands for every fucking game that came out, and it's like, oh, what's the fucking point in this? Yeah, so yeah, I, I still go back and do a bit. Of, bit of whoring every now and again but the whoring would be alright if it would be a little more bearable if it was 200g but the yeah. fact that it's a thousand it just feels uh, yeah well, it doesn't need to be a thousand yeah I agree so yeah I'll tell you what let's move on to our next topic which is a bit it's not Xbox related it's not even gaming related but fuck it I want to talk about it because I really enjoyed it um, WWE Royal Rumble thoughts and opinions oh, yeah oh yeah did you watch it, Ash? Well, I watched watch it. it. Of course, I watched it like first thing in the morning on Sunday when I got <laughs> up. I watched it. Sentinel, did you watch it? No, I haven't watched World Rumble in a long time. To oh, be honest, down. what a letdown! You're let down. Kick him off. <laughs> I know. I know. Go play Marvel oh, Snap. God. Oh Jesus! What, what did you think of it, Ash? Do you know what? I, as a full show, it wasn't bad. Like the men's rumble. I really enjoyed. There wasn't a lot of surprises and legends, which I was a bit bummed out. But then I, I, I thought about it. And I was like, I, I watched the entire thing. I didn't get bored, and I enjoyed the, the men's match. It showcased a lot of people. Like Gunther came out of that looking like a machine, like yeah. an absolute monster. It pushed forward so many storylines and created actual new ones instead of it just being throwaway. Oh, we throw this yeah. guy off a rope and stuff. The women's rumble was the same. It wasn't bad at all. Um, I, 
I preferred the men's rumble over the women's rumble. Yeah. Um, it was more like at that. stake in the men's. Like, like it, it, it felt bigger. Although the, yeah. the last three in the women's rumble was good when they were on the all on the edge of the rope. You were like, mm. I, I honestly thought, spoilers if you haven't watched it, but it's everywhere online now. You should have watched it. I honestly thought, oh shit, they're gonna let Liv win here, and I was so disappointed. Yeah. And then she didn't. It it, it was a, such a bait and switch, and I I, I was like, yes. And yeah. then the woman was the word woman's championship match that was a bit meh, yeah. and the brain match was wasn't really a match, but it was I cool. Wanted to like it, but it was like. I mean, it turned Mount, into like a what a five minutes squash. Mount, the Mountain Dew rave match. Yeah, it was such a cool idea. I love the whole UT thing. Though, and he looks amazing, like covered in his like voluminous cum. But the ending was just a bit weird, and yeah. the the camera angle should have been at a better angle to obviously not catch that he totally misses him on that jump at the end. Saw that. Yeah. You, you weren't going to jump on him and crush him. Like no one's yeah. going to do that, but. They could have just slightly so the yeah. <laughs> and then and then the last match was just it was brutal when he was slamming his head onto the steps. I was like Jesus, yeah. and then it was just like beautiful, poetic. It was like I was like on the edge of my seat in that um, for the last like ten minutes. I'm like, is the Rock coming? Is he not? And he didn't come, but mm. actually, it didn't matter in the end. It was just like that. This is some good TV, yeah, and like. It wasn't the biggest show. It didn't have like huge star power from like Legends or Oak, but it, it, it did everything it needed to do. And I've seen people shitting on it and it's like honestly it wasn't. It was it was probably the best rumble we've had in years. Yeah. I mean especially it was okay. last year's rumble. Yeah, it was okay. I didn't I would I, I liked the man's rumble. I thought that was really solid. Logan Paul, as much as you want to hate him, I thought he fucking he belongs in the WWE ring. He just gets it. I think he's going to be massive if he he'll win out. a title. I think in the next couple of years. Yeah, way. he's going to be the next Miz. He reminds me of the Miz when he first broke through. Um, I think he's, yeah, he's a lot more athletic there and a lot more um, dynamic. Um, I, I wanted to like the Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight match. It's just such a cool idea, but it just turned into like a five-minute squash, and I was like, well, we've been waiting for Bray Wyatt to wrestle since what November, October. And he comes out and is over in five minutes. Like, oh, thanks. Um, I'm not really invested in this Uncle Howdy storyline. I think he's turning up in weird places and it just doesn't make any sense, especially with like um, Alexa Bliss, like turning up. Uh... Oh, fuck me, Alexa's off. Alexa, stop. just been off as well. But yeah, I, I, I don't really. I think they're spreading that too far i would, I would happy if it just stayed with bray um woman's rumble was okay I, it didn't blow me away glad whoever won it won it i think it's deserved she's been me a replay yeah she's been like a mainstay now isn't she it was like peak oh, best bit of wrestling i really loved the bloodline storyline at the end um I want to see where that. I think WWE is at its best when they do good storytelling. For years, it lost that. It was just it, it, when it shifted into that um, PG era, it became really weird. But like, there was a lot of advertisement, not a whole lot of storyline. Creative was really struggling, and I feel like since Triple H has taken over, it's been a lot more coherent, and there's a lot more um, storylines that I'm getting invested in, which is great because that's what I want to watch. Because yeah, basically. Yeah, 
long-term booking now, isn't it? Yeah, wrestling is um, it is a male soap opera, so you need to have that drama. You need to have those storylines that are going to keep you invested. And um, I think they've really started to find their stride again with that now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, it was okay. I would give it a five out of ten, six out of ten, something like that. What? It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't mind blowing. Seven and a half. Everybody knew who was going to win the Rumble before it even happened on both the male and female. Like, it's yeah, just that's like, fine. That's what you it's want. Not. I want surprises. I want. I don't want to be like you got a surprise. Fair, though, that's that's the, that's the problem now that everything's online and everybody can talk and that you know the, the the you know the sheets get out there and everybody knows what's going to happen. You, there's no surprises anymore. I like those. Oh my god! Did that just happen? Moments. Not these. Uh, Oh yeah, he's gonna win the rumble, and then you watch it, and yeah, he wins the rumble, and it's like, oh okay, cool. I'm glad Cody's back. Phenomenal wrestler. Yeah. Um, to get yeah, it back really onto good. gaming, though, they did show off some of the game as well this week. Yes. It looks fantastic. They've yeah. added new modes. You can get um, war games matches in the game. There's mm. loads of wrestlers that just started putting out the load of um, content creators are putting out like. Uh, early access impressions so they obviously have been doing that this last week or two since rumble yeah. so it does, um, it does the look game good. looks phenomenal i can't wait i hope there's i hope there's an online gem mode because the gem mode is great but it'd be better if you didn't you can play it split screen like two player at the same computer but yeah. it'd be better online against each other and I, I, we would probably me and jenna and bmg and that would probably want to do that um, yeah. graphically looks great there's loads of wrestlers loads of yeah. match types and stuff um so yeah, i'm looking forward to it and they're slowly sort of on the hype train now they keep showing off more and more things for yeah it. i saw the um i saw the cody rose entrance yeah um, they showed off it looked great i wish i had more pirate but um graphically it looks incredible yeah um you've got to think though bar wrestlemania they don't really use pyro at all that's one thing yeah. i didn't like about the rumble when people won the match, they hit the pyro and then they went to outside the arena with fake fireworks, like computer generated over the top. Yeah. Like, why even bother doing that? Oh, <laughs> firing fireworks out of the building into the sky randomly. You just look at <laughs> it and you're like, what? And there was also that weird musician in the middle, wasn't they? Like before main event that killed the mood. But I skipped yeah. that when I watched it, so I didn't I don't think of it. If you were watching that live, I had to put it in for ten minutes, you'd be like no, I, I, yeah, I skipped a lot of it. Well, yeah, two K twenty three looks absolutely awesome. Yeah, I think it's coming. It's coming out for WrestleMania. It's out in March. March, ready for Mania in April. Yeah, next awesome. pay per views, um, Elimination, Elimination Chamber. Chamber. Looking forward to that. Yeah, it should be good. So yeah, let's get back onto some gaming topics. Sorry, I just wanted to talk about that because uh, this is the first pay per view I've actually watched in a long time. So it's nice to actually sit down and talk to somebody about what I thought about it. It's like it's been years since I've been able to do that. Just wait for um, me. Yeah. Um, so, a uh, bit of shocking news actually to come out of this week. So, apparently, uh, according to Jason Schreier, I didn't see this because I'm actually blocked by him, but apparently, EA and Respawn have quietly cancelled a single player game in the Apex Titanfall universe. According to three people familiar with EA, familiar, EA will try and find new positions for the 50 plus people who are working on the team Jesus they're still not listening still not listening to people people have been wanting a Titanfall 3 for ages yeah well this was going to be a single player Titanfall experience it wasn't going to be a proper Titanfall sequel apparently yeah but 
I, I just want something new from Titanfall. There needs to be a Titanfall 3, man. Like, it's been... Titanfall 2 was incredible and deserving of a sequel. Titanfall 1 yeah. wasn't. Yeah, we got Titanfall 2. Um, yeah, I want... I want um, I want a Titanfall 3. I'd like to see a Titanfall 3. Do you know what? Titanfall 1 or 2 were great. Um, they just released Titanfall 2 at, like in the middle of Battlefield and COD and it just died. Yeah, yeah. Even that, it had an alright following it just wasn't mega numbers that they were hoping for so I'm yeah. hoping like one day it gets a, a justified scene but the problem is that a- Apex Legends and these live service games have created this new metric that everyone's chasing and it just means that your sort of classic standalone single player games with multiplayer tacked on they just they don't they don't get the focus of the server, even though they do great. Like Dead Space is getting rave reviews, yeah, um, and they're also on about wanting to do more with the fucking franchise, which is fantastic because it's been dead for so long. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, there's just mean, not enough of them. I mean, I'm I'm even for an Apex single player game, like if they want to try and turn that into like a proper, you know, story driven single player campaign with, you know, yeah, I, I'd be I'd be all for that. Like. Just, just, even if it's just exploring like the origins of the characters and why they're you know they're fighting and stuff, I'd be all for that. But I just I don't like the idea that they're getting cancelled because they make so much money off Apex Legends anyway through microtransactions. Like fuck's sake! You know the whole Titanfall thing. It feels like um, you know it's it's kind of taken the place of Splinter Cell. You know, for years everybody wanted the Splinter Cell game. Finally, Ubisoft listened, and now they're working on a Splinter Cell game um, that is being tailor-made for modern audiences, whatever that means. Um, and then it's like EA is, you know, they hear all of this talk about Titanfall 3, but they're completely just ignoring it, you know. Yeah. And who knows how big this single-player campaign was or the single-player game uh, involving Titanfall in the Apex Titanfall universe. If it's only 50 people, it's probably not going to be that big of a game unless it was in pre-production. But then again, I mean, it's been years, so we don't really know how how far in production they were. Um, you know, Titanfall 2, you were exactly right. You know, it landed right between Call of Duty Infinite Warfare and Battlefield 1. And so many people were tired of the futuristic shit in, uh, you know, by that point. That Infinite Warfare, of course... Um, it was an, a very underrated Call of Duty game, but people were just, they, they wanted World War One, World War Two. They wanted the older types of conflict, which is why a whole bunch of people loved Battlefield 1. Not many people loved Infinite Warfare, and it kind of feels like if they would not have launched Titanfall 2 in that big mess, if they would have delayed it two or three or four months and given it its own room to breathe, that Titanfall 2 would have sold a hell of a lot better than it did um, it would have got more, a lot more attention, you know. But people still realize it's under, you know, that it's uh, underrated, tremendously underrated. And they've been calling for Titanfall three for years. Yep. And to have E three cancel something that was single player in the Titanfall universe, even if it wasn't Titanfall three, it's still going to be a sore point for a lot of uh, gamers that love the franchise. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I was disappointed. Good night, I know- Cheers for coming and hanging out and chat, buddy. The Apex, the Apex Titanfall crossover would have been really interesting, of course, because they both happened in the same universe. But it means because um, at least someone at EA 
is kind of thinking the same thing that we're, we're talking about, you know, hey, there should be some type of crossover, you know, or something with with within the Titanfall universe acknowledging <clears throat> Apex. Um, yeah. So at some point, someone was listening to us, but for whatever reason, this game got canceled. I just, I hope that there is a Titanfall 3 somewhere in development, even if it's just on a drawing board somewhere, mm-hmm. that eventually we'll get to see it, you know? Yeah. And, um... I mean, Respawn are doing Star Wars as well, aren't they? So, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, that's um, that's the, that little bit of information, that little bit of news. In other news, Gears of War Six is reportedly the Coalition's next game after two other titles have been cancelled after layoffs. I am Yay. shocked. No, not really, but you know. <laughs> What else are they going to make? You know, the they've been making... making a Gears of War. <laughs> yeah, right. They've been making Gears of War games for like the past fifteen years. Yeah, not really news, is it? <laughs> I mean, some people are interested in it. Maybe two or three hundred people, and that's about it. But you know, the yeah, rest of us are like, "Nah, we're good." It's a shame that they're not not making something else, though, isn't it? Because like, I'm yes, tired of fucking Gears Halo and. I need something new. Like, make something from the gear from the creators of Gears of War. Or, yes, you know, you, you know, have to have fucking sequel after sequel. Well, from and we've ta- we've talked to Halo. we've talked about this before. You know, Dread or Punisher from Coalition. That would be that would be fucking fire. It feels yeah. like they're they're wasted on Gears because everybody's tired of Gears because during the Xbox One generation, a whole bunch of people were saying Halo, Gears, and Forza. That's all they got. You know, so it's like, Halo, I mean, we know what's going on with Halo. Um, Forza is really the only one that keeps it pretty fresh. And they're always stellar. They always have a great experience. But it's like Gears, Jesus Christ, just give it a rest. Let it it sit on a shelf for 10 years and let Coalition make something other than Gears 16, Gears 25, Gears 37. It's like enough with that shit already, you know? Jeez, I'd love an open world Dread game. Yeah. An open world Punisher. Oh, that would be great fantastic but yeah I, I don't i don't fucking i don't get why they keep these developers on um the same game the same yeah. franchise year after year i mean they're one of the best developers using unreal yes they could make so much other cool shit yeah you know and every, yeah, everyone everyone sings the praises of naughty dog i think the coalition is their equal but it's just yeah. they're they're limited by they're limited by gears you know absolutely yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, that's that little bit of news. So I'm kind of winding down now. That the, the news stories aren't really that that impressive now. Um, so it looks like support for Back for Blood is starting to come to an end. Bit of a shame. It's only been out not very long. Yeah. Um, Total Rock Studios is actually a pretty small studio making AAA games. We don't quite have enough folks to continue working on Back for Blood content while we spin up another game. So. It sounds like they're just rather than keep people on back for blood, they're just pulling everybody off to work on something new. So that's kind of cool. Turtle Rock Studios didn't they make Evolved? Yes, yeah. So. You know, it sounds like they need to worry less about abandoning projects and spinning off into something else and focusing on doubling down and making a multiplayer game that people want to stick around with for five or ten years because obviously what, the, what their little game plan about oh we're going to abandon this and work on something else that's not really working well for them no absolutely not I mean, to be fair I mean, they did bring out three expansions they've done all the the DLC they planned so I, 
we can't complain too much. It's not like they've dropped it with no support. Do you know what I mean? They have at least. Yeah, but when did Back for Blood come out? What was that like last year, year before? It had a year of support, which is better than for a. I, I don't see a problem with it. Yeah. How, how long has Destiny 2 been supported? Um, oh, that's a totally different kettle of fish, though. Yeah, so but, but, the whole, years, but my whole before. point, though, is it's like a little over a year old and they're already abandoning it. Abandoning it. It's like, come on, you know? Yeah, but they, they only have enough staff to, to do, like, one game at a time. So the justification is, well, we want to make a new game and... Yeah, yeah. We keep working on this one where we haven't got as many people paying for it. Well, Turtle uh, Turtle Rock isn't owned by Xbox yet, are they? No. Microsoft. Okay, alright. I guess that makes sense. They need to stop focusing on these co-op fucking niche games. Yes, yeah. They need to, like... Like, Evolve didn't work. It was dead in, like, a month. Back for Blood never really got started because it was already compared to Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Like before when it got announced, I just think they need to work on something new and unique that isn't a multiplayer cooperative. Um, yeah. Game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They need to focus on Road Rage. Um, a Road Rage remake. There you go. <laughs> Road Rash. Road Rash. There you go. Road Rash. Yep. <laughs> I they they need to be handed that remake and completely just knock it out of the park because I think they that could... would be badass. There was a spiritual succession to Road, to Road Rush. I remember hearing something about that. I don't think I played it. Though. I played it. It was horrendous. Well, there you go. There's room for a remake or reboot. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, in other news, Far Cry 7 and a Far Cry standalone multiplayer game are currently in development at Ubisoft. Shocker. I know. Um, yeah. I'm glad that they've done it. Because honestly, when they started saying shit like "oh, everyone, everything's going to become a live service game," that was my biggest fear for these franchises. Yeah. Um, but if they're going to do like a standalone Far Cry Seven and a live service Far Cry, then fair enough. I'd rather they did that than bolt on and try to make Far Cry something completely different than what it was. Uh, my biggest issue with uh, AC Infinity as well. To be fair, was it Infinity? Uh. I think so. I'm not sure. Yeah, but Infinity was like Mark like pushed as this fucking games as a service experience where you could play in different time periods. I was like, eh, not interested. Yeah. This. You know, my my question with Far Cry is where the hell are they going to go? Because in Far Cry Five they nuked the world. Far Cry New Dawn takes place after they've nuked the world, and of course Far Cry Six is on its own island, was isolated. Was it after they nuked the world? Yeah. Well, Far Cry, Far Cry Six was. Um, it was at the same time because you got Boomer in the crate, the dog. I because thought it was uh, no Boomer wasn't the dog. It was a different dog. Yeah, it was Boomer because um, they call because um, the the protagonist calls it Boom Boom. No, right. I don't know. Then I thought I thought it was set during the um, Castro times of Cuba. I didn't. No, it. well, that's what a lot of people thought, and then people were speculating that the kid. Diego was actually Voss as a kid. Um, there was yeah. tons of speculation, but you actually get the dog in. You get the dog Boomer from Far Cry Five in a crate. It was sent by uh, Herc, I guess, and they call him Boom Boom in Far Cry Six. So it pretty much happens parallel with Far Cry Five, apparently, right before the apocalypse or right after it happened. Yeah, um, well, they could they could do what they like. Them really. I mean, New Dawn was fucking awful. I didn't like that game. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that um, either. 
Well, and it was the RPG elements, you know, because it's like um, shooting someone in the head with a fifty cal, and you have to whittle down their yeah. their health. It's like, come on, that's that's completely it, ridiculous. Yeah. Shoot, yeah, shoot someone in the head, and you still have you have to hit them fucking twice. Yeah, so it's like, where can they go with Far Cry Seven? You know, time period wise, RPG wise, I mean, it's like, where are they gonna go with this? You know. Yeah. They only recently started like entwining the story, didn't they? Because Far Cry Three and Far Cry Four, like, there wasn't any connection. Um, there was no connection between Four and yeah. Five either. It was only the DLC from uh, Far Cry Five that told the story of the nuke being yeah, sent the, uh, by pagan men's son. Yeah, it was... Um, I, I heard something about that. I know you have um, Agent Willis. He's in Far Cry 3, 4, and 5. But um, as far as outside of that, in-game it doesn't really tell you much. Yeah. The DLC for um, Far Cry 5, you know, in the not Far Cry 5, Far Cry 6, the Insanity DLC, where you're playing as pagan men. Yeah. Um, if you complete that one, it tells you about um, him giving over his empire to, is it RJ? RJ, yeah. And he, he basically like tells him the nukes are set to target this place, and that's what happens in Far Cry 5 as a Far Cry 6 DLC. Like, that's the only point it really starts to... I see, into, I see. Yeah, entwine with each other. So yeah, I mean, they could do another post-apocalyptic um, Far Cry, which would be really cool. You know, I, I still have hope for a full-blown Blood Dragon 2 game. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that would be so kick-ass, but have it like in the 90s with all the futuristic cyborg shit they had then. Because mm. they did the 80s, now they can do the 90s, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Anyway, I'll tell you what, we're, um, we're going to start winding this down because uh, we're going on now and we've run out of fucking topics to talk about. So, um, Yeah, don't forget to give this video a thumbs up and subscribe if you haven't already. Um, I believe the PSN Party Podcast show is back on Wednesday, Sentinel? Yeah, uh, next cool, Wednesday. So. BMG and Sentinel will be back for the Wednesday show. Um, oh, Ash, do you want to talk about uh, Game Pass stuff? Yeah, can do. Give me a second just to get it up. Uh, so, uh, we've got a few things. Um, there are a handful of games being removed from Game Pass shortly. Let me just get the list up in front of me. So, um, on the 15th of February, so you got, what, 13 days, Infernax is going, Besiege is going, Recompile is going, Skull the Hero Slayer is going, so they're like indie games, there's um, The Last Kids on Earth and The Staff of Doom, that's a OG games sort of kids tying game based on a TV show, and Crossfire X is going, or Operation Catalyst, so the the campaign is going um so that's all getting removed on the 15th so have a look while you can um two games have been added to game pass uh yesterday or today um darkest dungeon is back on game pass again so it's been on previously and grid legends is now playable via xbox cloud so slim pickings on new arrivals um 
just seen if there's oh else uh, amnesia the bunkers had its game pass delayed delayed so it's going to be coming to game pass later uh unfortunately it does suck but there are a lot of um delays happening in the world right now and another thing i don't know if we've touched on this um they are delisting a selection of xbox 360 games from the 360 marketplace now if these games are currently available on the xbox one and series x store you'll still be able to buy them there but for some weird reason they're removing them from the 360 store probably uh, an early sign of the 360 stores and um, a basically demise um it's not a good run yeah so yeah. um there's different ones for different regions. However, in the US, you're looking at Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed 3, Black Flag, Liberation HD. You've got COD Advanced Warfare and Ghosts, Blood of the Werewolf, Castle Crashers, Counter-Strike Global Offensive, Dark Souls, Darksiders 2, Daytona USA, Each Chowdown, Final Fight Double Impact, Iron Brigade, Jeremy McGrath's Off-Road, Jet Set Radio, Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, Limbo, Monopoly Deal, Tales from Space, Mutant Blobs Attack, Peggle 2, Prince of Persia, Ruse, Sega Vintage Collection, Alex Kidd & Co, Skate 2, South Park, The Stick of Truth, Spelunky, The Orange Box, and Raven. Now, some of these are just the 360 versions as well. Obviously, there's been Xbox One versions released. They're not being touched. And like I say, it is only off the 360 store. However, games like Daytona USA, there is no current gen version xbox one or series x version on the store even through back compat so check it out and pick up the ones you want because if you're playing them on your 360 or you want to play them on backwards compat and they're not available to buy on the store you can download them after they get re removed but um if you don't they're gone and you'll never be able to buy them digitally again most of these are available i say half of them i'd say are available physically however there are a handful, Counter-Strike, Daytona, Iron Brigade, those sort of things. Um, Jet Set Radio, that there, there isn't physical copies for. So mm. I would um, grab them while you can. And yeah, you've got till the 7th of February. You haven't got long, because you've got like five days. So there's not a huge amount there I'd miss, because like, uh, most of these are available on Xbox One, but there are, like I say, a couple that aren't. And there's also 360 versions, so they are different versions, not the same game that you can only get on the 360. So I don't know why they're removing them, but it does seem like slowly but surely they're going to be um, removing content um, bit by bit from the Xbox Store to probably eventually sunset the store. You'll still be able to download things and play, but why have the store open with all that server space when probably... Barring sales, no one buys it. And nowadays, 90% of the sales stuff that's for 360 is on Xbox One. There's only normally like a handful of games in each sale at 360 only. So it sucks. Uh, uh, oh, and Star Wars Jedi Survivor has been delayed as well. Um, to, oh, yeah, from March to April, wasn't it? Yeah, from March to April, not a big one. Um, I'm just trying to think of as oh else. A load of server games are getting shut down, so there's a, a selection of servers being shut on EA games in the next sort of month's time. 
So expect to see a handful of games slowly but surely. Um, they'll still be playable, but you won't be able to play them online, basically. So you've got like EA Sports, UFC 2. The servers are getting shut down in four days. Um, FIFA 16, 17, 18, 19. One week until all their servers close. Medal of Honor, Medal of Honor Warfighter and Airborne. They're going in two weeks. Uh, Rumbleverse, you've got three weeks to like get shut down. That's not an EA game, but it's on the server shutdown list. Uh, Madden 18 and 19, you've got a month. Shadows at the Damned um, is getting its server shut down on the 28th of March. And then there's a Just Dancers are going in June. So, um, yeah, if you, for some reason, are still playing FIFA 16 online, <coughs> you're not going to get be able to in a week's time, unfortunately. So... Get online, guys. Get your squad together. Get all your friends on and all of you play um, FIFA 16 while you can because otherwise you'll never get those memories again. (laughs) (laughs) Now now you're having me think that I need to go see if I actually bought Daytona USA way back in the day. Well, I know I did. I'm literally going to check after the show, though, to check it's actually showing in my, my menu beforehand. But... Yeah, it, that's what I mean. You can still download it, but it, it, it's a shame because Xbox are all like pro game preservation, and then they ship the yeah. baby stuff like this. It doesn't yeah. doesn't show game preservation. Literally, some of these games are back compat on Xbox, but you can't buy them on the Xbox. What? How, why? If the digital games only, hmm. and the back compat. Why can I not buy Daytona on my Series X? What weird? weird licensing is the I just don't understand it. I don't understand why can I play all my PS1 games on a PS2 and I play all my GameCube games on my Wii but I can't play all my 360 games on my Xbox One because someone doesn't want me to. It doesn't make sense. Literally baffles me completely. I assume it's probably something to do with the internet and internet connections and stuff like that in licensings in that sense because all those old gen games were were single like offline games yeah. But it, it still cannot get my head around why some gate some consoles are fully backwards compat and then others are not. Why yeah. isn't the PS4 to PS5 now fully back compat bar? Or is it just certain games that PS4 can play on PS5? I'm not sure. Yeah, no idea. It, yeah, it's just weird. Sure. It's weird. So, yeah. Well, you know, and that's like, um, you remember they did the, uh, where they pulled a lot of songs off Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah. But you don't hear any songs getting pulled off of the Saints Row games. Yeah, yeah. It it, realize, it baffles me. Like it, I, I just think they're using it as an excuse, which is sad. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I I feel like yeah, I bet a lot of people don't buy these games, but then they never put them on sale. If these companies put their three sixty games on sale, like I've been picking up three sixty games. If I see them on the store. And the less than a fiver, I tend to pick them up, so I've got a copy digitally. But it seems to be the same, like, 20 games over and over and over nowadays. So, although one thing confused me, right? They've just brought out a new Risen version of Risen for the Series X and Xbox One. Yeah, I saw that. Weren't you reviewing it? I've got a a review will be going up in the next couple of days, maybe Monday by the time I get around to writing it. However... It's the exact same game as the one that came out on 360. There's nothing changed. It's just a new port, new achievements, better. It runs. It just runs better. It's no different content. They've not. Didn't they also bring the out on the Xbox One? 
Yeah, so it's out on Xbox One and Series X and S, but it came out originally on the 360. Now the 360 port wasn't great; it had it had a bit of slowdown and stuff. The new versions don't, but all in essence, they're the same exact game graphically. They've brought this new version out at like thirty quid, but right now in the store you can buy the original 361 on sale at three pound and seventy four pence the exact same week. Why would you put it on sale? And sell it for three pounds seventy four the same week you're bringing out the new version. Who's gonna fucking pay thirty quid for a game you can pay three pounds seventy four for? It just it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Oh. Ah, do you know <coughs> Deep Silver are owned by THQ, aren't they? Uh, are they? I thought it was Embracer Group. <clears throat> yeah, but Embracer owned THQ. Oh, I don't know then. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure Embracer owned THQ. Let me just double check. THQ. I thought Deep Silver was THQ. Yeah, THQ owned Deep Silver, yeah. So I was like, maybe it, it was a weird rights thing, and whoever owns the rights to the 360 was like, you know what? I'll put it out the same week while it's on Get the Traction. It's not, yeah, it's the same true. fucking company. Didn't Deep <coughs> Silver just get absorbed into something else, though, because of how bad Saint Fro did? Yeah, because the, enti- the entire studio that worked on it, I guess they've uh, been scattered to the four winds. But you know they kind of deserve it because they basically uh, were like, "Fuck all the people that like what Saints Row used to be. Fuck it, we're gonna make it how we want it. And if you don't like it, get the hell out." We're gonna and make it, Saints woke. Yeah, pretty much. And it's like, you, it's <laughs> like, it's like your motherfuckers got what you deserved. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's it. So I know there's like fucking fifty f bombs in this thing, but <laughs> better than well, the R. Better than know. the R word, right? Yeah. But yep. it's, it's just weird. I don't get why you would do that. You're releasing a new version of a game, and it's not like a remaster with any like new... It's not like the SpongeBob game and the uh, Destroy All Humans where it has a new graphical engine and stuff, but it's the same game, basically. No, this is literally the exact same game re-released, but on like a modern system. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe they're going to delist the old one, but why would you sell the old one at the exact same time for so little when you're trying to charge 30 quid for a new version. Yeah. I mean, which idiot in marketing thought that were a good idea? <laughs> Makes it a hard yeah, sell. Right. <laughs> yeah, hmm. baffling me. Oh. Read more yeah. through games. I'm always sad they never put more on, it, honestly. Shop sent foot yeah. there. Far Cry it's Predator, like- £3.59 at the moment. I can't bring myself to go back and play in um, 360 games. I don't know why, because I used to love them back in the day, but I just can't bring myself to go back and play them. Weird, isn't it? You know what bugs me, though, is like there's some really great 360 games that will never be part of the backwards compatibility thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah weird, isn't it? It, really, it really baffles me, and some you think would be as well aren't on the backwards compatibility as well. Yeah. Well, like they got the fear, they got fear two, I think, but they don't have fear three. It's like what the hell, you know? Yeah. I I I think there's more to it. I I I just I feel like it's companies that are literally um, just wanting to um, make as much money as possible, and they just think, why would I want people to be able to play it for free? Do you know what I mean? That audio, yeah. I can rebuy it. 
But it, it's mad. It's mad because like I'm just looking down the sales at the moment. Bayonetta, you can buy it in sale. I own it, but they've already released a new version. Like they've brought like that remastered version out, but they still kept it on backwards compat as well. Like yeah, yeah. but other companies won't yeah. even give the original game. Left for Dead One and Two. Why are they never like yeah. remastered and stuff like that? Do you know what I mean? Well, that's because they're attached to uh, Valve. You know, Valve don't make games anymore. They just don't want to admit it. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's 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 why we don't get Left 4 Dead three. That's why we don't get Half Life three. That's why we don't get Portal three. Yep, exactly right. Persona Four Arena. That's another one. Atlas got it on sale at three pound fifty nine for the three sixty version. You know, I'd love to see Unreal Tournament three for um for the fucking Xbox Series consoles. Quake. Oh, Quake. Yep. Uh, do you know what? Why have we not got that? Quake is it Quake Arena? There's a Quake. Yeah, yeah Quake Three Arena. No, but they've brought one out that is just a Quake multiplayer on PC, and it's like the best of all of the the games, and they've like redone maps and stuff like that to put them in. Yeah. Why is that not on Xbox and in Game Pass and stuff? Now Xbox owner, like, <coughs> it's a good game for Game Pass. It'll have people playing it on PC. You could give some free costumes out and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it makes no sense. Oh, it's called Quake Online. You know, oh. I think I think if a lot of us were running Xbox, um, all those Quake games would be on Game Pass, one hundred percent. Where's Quake Four? I know Activision own it. I hope, I hope to God, if they if this Activision deal goes through, they put it's Quake Four on compat or at least re-release it. So because it's literally the only Quake we haven't got anymore. And Quake yeah. 4, I really enjoyed on the... It was one of the first games I got for 360. I remember it yeah. was one of the ones that I went, mm, I'd like a 360 to play that. Mm. Oh. Yeah, you know, it's crazy with, that they got Halo, Doom Guy, and Quake all under the same banner, yet there hasn't been any kind of crossover yet. I feel like it's such a waste of potential. Yeah. You know what? It's like I want to say that there's there's so much... Fuck, fuck Call of Duty, you know? This Activision Blizzard deal has so much more to offer than just Call of Duty. Look at all these IPs that are shelved that everybody's going to absolutely love if they're ever brought back. You yeah, know? Yeah. That Activision is just sitting on because all they care about is Call of Duty and Overwatch and um, Candy Crush and what is it? Uh, World of Warcraft. And that, that's all they care about. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's nice the thing. There's so, so, so bloody many. Yeah. Be nice to see them try to revive some of the old Activision franchises that everybody knows and loves. Blur, yeah, having everything make fucking Empire, and Geometry Wars, and pro and Prototype. Yeah. You know, you got Geometry Guitar Hero, the Geometry Wars with a new console and stuff. There you Gun, go. Gun was an awesome cowboy game. Bring I, that I, back. I actually have that for PS2, and I haven't played it yet. <laughs> I quite like them. I had it. I had the 360 version, but it's like rocking or shit to get nowadays. Yeah. Oh wow! Ash, have you seen the news? Um, Lanny Poffo has died. Yeah, I saw it earlier. Fucking, I just seen that now. Tenchu. We get a new Tenchu game. Like, mm. there's loads. Activision have done loads of games over the years. I know they've published a lot. Like, you could just pay a little bit of money and re-release some of these games, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
we could finally get a Spider-Man game. All the classic like Crash Bandicoots and Spyros on the Xbox on like retro and stuff. Can you imagine how much of a slapping face that'd be to PlayStation? That all these like PS1 games are now out on Xbox. Yeah, I mean it'd it'd be fucking hilarious, especially with PlayStation pushing their like retro on their um subscription service. Dick move, but it'd be fucking hilarious. I tell you, I, I would laugh so hard. And I'd go all in on it. It'd be amazing. It's like, oh yeah, we're bringing all these franchises back. PlayStation doesn't, so... Yeah. yeah. And I agree with Sappho. I can't wait for it to end. It, it's literally harming Xbox more the longer it goes on, so just get it done, get it sorted. Either do it, don't do it, but we want more... And like, Either not acquisitions, but even like team ups and stuff like that, and just yeah. deals. I or... think if it doesn't go through, it, Xbox is going to make life very difficult for Sony in other ways. I think they'll. Uh... I hope we do. I think yeah. I think it's justified because they've gone out of their way to prevent this, and it's like, hold on a second. It's like Microsoft did not go to Bobby Kotick and poach them. He approached yeah. Microsoft. You know, yeah, so absolutely. it's like you guys need to chill out. Could you imagine, right, if Microsoft was to go to Rockstar? And oh get Jesus! Content for GTA Six. Yeah, well, they'd have to go to they'd have to go to Strauss Zelnick, who runs uh, Take Two, because he wouldn't. Well, I mean, he's a businessman, so he'll deal. But you know, I don't think they could go just to Rockstar. They'd have to go above Rockstar, you know. Yeah. But you know, Strauss Zelnick, um, he he seems very uh, happy and positive about Game Pass. So it's obvious that Take Two and Microsoft have a very friendly, close relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I think a bit of a bit of like brand new news that I just had shared with me. Um, Evil Dead the game is getting a battle royale mode. Yes. So it's a forty-player online battle royale game mode. Where you that can will play be interesting. Versions of your favorite characters, as well as a new character, a newcomer, Ruby Novi, and basically last. Bring Ruby in finally. Nice. <laughs> so, um, I wasn't expecting that, like a forty-player sort of free-for-all. But I built for that. That would probably get me back into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Did you see the? Um, the oh, that's Zena, isn't it? Zena's Ruby. Yeah. She's the main. I've not watched it in a while. I forgot names. She just said, "And you can play as Zena," and I'd have been like, <laughs> "Ah, Zena." Do you ever remember the PS One Zena game where you could throw a disc and control it really badly? Oh, amazing. Oh, well, it's amazing. Imagine Tomb Raider, but instead of having guns, you had that little spinning disc and you, you fired it and put the controlling on it were terrible and you had to like sort of chop people's heads off and stuff. <laughs> nice. Amazing. Did you, ever, did you see that trailer for Evil Dead Rise? Yes, it looks amazing. It's quite grim, doesn't it? That fucking yeah. scene with the, the cheese grater. Can't oh, yeah. That. <laughs> oh, there's also an update for um, Ghostbusters out now. With a new oh, map, yeah. a new yeah. ghost, and I believe they're getting real Ghostbusters costumes and stuff like that as well. I had a, I've seen it. I had a, hang on, let's see if I've got it here. I had an email about it earlier from the press team. Let's see if it says oh important. <coughs> so you get a new map, the facility, um, new customization options, and a new ghost type, the glutton, which is that one from the. Um, the new film, it's got a, a fan favourite mulcher variation, that's the one that eats all the metal in the new Ghostbusters film that's just come out um, explore 
equipment loadouts with new gear like belt gizmo and destructor pylons, and feel the improvements to matchmaking alongside smarter AI companions. Nice. So owners of the original game will receive the new content for free as well. So that's pretty cool. And this is just the start. They've been talking about a ton of updates and sort of improvements they want to add. So, yeah, yeah definitely check that out, guys, because like, I really enjoyed Ghostbusters. I just didn't play it enough because it was it came out at a time when there was so much out. There was a lot out, yeah. David Cohen has a question for you there, Ash. That's one you can answer. Will SpongeBob Cosmic Shake come to Game Pass? I would hope it does at some point. Do you know what? I think it's one of those games that would really work well in Game Pass. And they clearly have a decent relationship with THQ because we've had quite a lot of THQ games. We had like um, Darksiders. We've had the the other SpongeBob game and stuff like that. Um, So I hope so. And they need more kids' games. I know it doesn't appeal to like the hardcore adult gamer, but you need more games to pull in the kids. And if you want to yeah. start selling a family plan, you need some family games on there for everyone to want to play and everyone yeah. of all ages and genres and stuff. But so far, like I say, I've played about an hour and a half of Cosmic Shake so far. Um, I finished the first main world in the tutorial. It's not bad. It's, it looks great compared to the... Uh, it looks way better than uh, Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. All the voice cast is there, the proper voice cast and stuff. Uh, the plot's a bit wishy-washy like, but so far it's enjoyable enough. It's It's got slight changes, but it does feel very familiar. But I'll be doing a full review next week once I've finished it, because I'll, I'll play through the story first, and then I'll go back and sweep up all the collectibles for achievements. Doesn't seem to be as collectible enough and laid out like the other game though which was much more like platformy level layout this one it's very i don't want to say linear but like in the first level you you you're jumping from place to place to place you can go back to it like when you finish it it's like you can jump to wherever you want to go to go and explore but in the original one you could re-walk the entire area pretty much for each of the levels whereas you can't really do that in this one or at least you can't in the first world which is like a cowboy themed one so, yeah, it's, it's not bad. It's fun. I expect to review on it some point in the coming week, either video or written. I'm not sure yet. And, uh, yeah, hit that like button. Let everyone know. Hit subscribe if you're not subscribed, because, like I say, it always helps us, um, and you'll get notifications when we go live, which does work, because when we go live, I now get email notifications. I've noticed for this, which is cool. Yeah. And if you really want to support us, you can join the channel as a member for 99p and you get brand new member only videos every saturday so we've got one going live on saturday and this week it's going to be the oreo xbox oreo um some sort of episode about them like what you get with them and stuff like that and then next week is going to be another tier list and you can also vote on stuff like that we've got a, a question up for um members at the moment and uh, yeah, we're going to be doing. Thimber put some suggestions for some tier lists about Xbox and Halo and those sort of franchises. So I'll, I've added it to my list, and I'll be working through them over the next month for March videos. So yeah, it, it costs nice. nothing. Costs less than a bar, a big bar of chocolate. You get. You've already got four exclusive videos now, and there'll be another one tomorrow and every Saturday going forward. So lots of content. Awesome. 
cool. So yeah, that's uh, pretty much all we've got time for for tonight. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you have tuned in, we really appreciate you showing up and showing the support and stuff. Um, good turnout tonight. Lots of people in chat. Love to see it. Um, we'll be back next week, same time, 8 p.m. Uh, Greenwich Mean Time for episode 46. And the PSN Pie podcast is back on a Wednesday. I believe that's an 8.30 start on a Wednesday, uh, Greenwich Mean Time. So make sure you swing by and tune in for that. And don't forget to drop by and check out all the reviews that Ash is doing throughout the week. Honestly, the man never stops. Um, and yeah, have a good week. We'll see you next week. All the best. Later, guys. Bye.